Welcome back to another exciting episode of Athlete Maestro, guys. The sports education podcast that helps young athletes break their mental and physical limitations in sports through the Athlete Maestro method. I'm your host, Tola Uglewe, and this is episode 496. Be optimistic about your career, have true passion for your sport, and give your sport everything you have. She is one of the most successful female tennis players of her generation. Her success in the sport put her country on the map. In tennis, she's the first female athlete to be world number one in both singles and doubles at the same time. Today on the show, multiple Grand Slam champion and Belgian superstar Kim Kleisters. One of the most difficult things for a female athlete to do is to dominate a sport, take a sabbatical to give birth to a child, and then return to dominate that sport again. Clysters not only came back to dominate, she came back and won multiple Grand Slam titles. Before then, it all began in Belgium. Uh, yes, she was born to athletic parents, but Clysters was always going to forge her own skill. Her father was a professional footballer, while her mother was a gymnast. Clysters started playing tennis around the age of five and took to the sports like a fish to water. They were inseparable. She gave everything at every single training session. Belgium was not a country known for tennis players, and even to this day. So if uh, they were going to be recognized in the sports, it was going to take something extra and Clysters was ready for it. At the age of 10, she won the under 12 division of the Belgian Junior Championships in doubles. Her partner was another star in the making, another athlete who was going to put Belgium on the map, Justin Ennan. A year later, she won the under 12 single event at the same tournament. The ITF circuit was next. In 1998, she finished the season as world number 11. She would go on to win two junior Grand Slam doubles titles in the French and US Open. The WTA Tour was next and the Pro Ranks, of course, and she was ready to mix it with the big girls. Three years later, she had risen to world number 47. In 2001, she made her first Grand Slam final appearance in the French Open where she lost to Jennifer Capriati. Fast forward to the end of 2002 when she won the WTA year-end championships. The following year, she became world number one for the first time in both singles and doubles. In 2005, she finally won her first Grand Slam title at the US Open. In 2007, she retired, got married, and gave birth to her daughter Jada in 2008. In 2009, she returned to the tour, and in August of that year, she went from unseeded to US Open champion, something that very few athletes have been able to do. A year later, she defended that US Open title and in 2011, she added the Australian Open title to a collection, making it a fourth 
singles grand slam title and of course she returned to the world number one status that same year she retired again in 2012 and had two more children over the course of her career she won 41 singles titles and 11 doubles titles just this year 2020 she began another comeback in this sport today she's your mentor guys and the three lessons that i want you to learn from kim clysters and i think i just head straight into it i was going to tell you a little bit of a backstory into you know why i just love kim clysters and what she was able uh, to do in the sports if i'm a big fan of any sports you know that it's football you know that boxing is right up there you know mixed martial arts is right up there you know track and field is right up there and of course you know tennis is also in the mix we've looked at venus williams we've looked at serena williams we've looked at roger federer we've looked at rafael nadal we've looked at novak Djokovic. so tennis is a sport that is very very uh, close to heart but the first lesson guys that i want you to learn from kim clysters is be optimistic about your career now why is this lesson important i see a lot of young athletes who even from the start you know they are already experiencing doubts even from the start they're already thinking would this really work out would this really happen for me now it's even worse if they've started out on their journey and of course there are obstacles on the way so they're not improving as they should they're not getting better uh, the way that they should get better and all of that so it's always very difficult like what what's the bright side to look at you know how can i still stay positive and be optimistic despite all of these things that are happening but you see kim Clarester's career is going to teach you and it's going to show you that you see no matter where you find yourself you must always be optimistic and of course i give you examples so when she retired even before she retired from the sport you know she was the leading player from belgium yes she was closely uh, followed by justin Hennan, and of course you know justin Hennan also went on to do great things in the sport but it was always expected you know that sooner or later kim clysters you know is going to is going to win the grand slam title she's going to get uh, to that pinnacle she got to world number one without even winning it she had gotten to a couple of grand slam finals only to lose so it was always a question of is she going to make it and of course you have to remember at this time that justin Hennan was there you know and of course the williams sisters themselves were also coming up and they were very young as well now it would have been a perfect opportunity for kim to look at everything that was going on and say maybe it wasn't meant to be maybe i'll just see how things have been going and of course during that period she always had the desire to retire from the sports so it was only a question of when so imagine having the desire to retire from the sports and also having a desire to succeed in the sport but both of them just happened to be occurring at the wrongest time so she wasn't winning the grand slams and of course she was getting closer to the period of the time that she said she was going to step away from the sport you see it's going to take something extraordinary for you not to be up for you to be optimistic rather at that point in time because everything seems doom and gloom okay fine she wins the grand slam title and then she decides to retire she gets pregnant she has a child and she's about to make a return to the sport now everyone says it's a bad move it's very difficult for women to go out there have a child come back to the sport now shout out to all the women 
that are listening to the podcast right now you guys are the real heroes you know especially uh, the ones that play sports haven't come back from having children so Shelly and Fraser Price Alison Felix you know so many greats Serena Williams like I just doff my hat off to you guys so when she was going to return that's Kim Clijsters of course you know everyone said it was a mistake you know the the, the ladies that are performing now are, are so powerful tennis has moved away female tennis has moved away from a game of guile to a game of power you're not going to be able to compete guess what she looked on the bright side and she said no i'm gonna be optimistic i'm not gonna listen to what everyone else is saying guess what she came back she won three more grand slam titles and of course she regained her status as the best female player on the planet she got back to world number one that's after she had gone she had had a child and then she had returned now to put this into perspective for you in terms of how difficult it is serena williams you know left the sports to have a baby and of course she came back i think from when she has come back she has made three grand slam finals or thereabouts and she hasn't been able to win anyone you know, just to put in context how tough this is guys you have to be optimistic about your career and you see this includes positive self-talk this includes looking on the bright side this includes not talking down your chances to do well in your particular sport you see because the minute you start talking negative the minute you start looking down on yourself you're already losing a part of the battle and if you're already losing a part of the battle which is of course from the mental space and everything that happens before you physically have to compete then what are you going out there to compete for so imagine kim clasters coming back to the sport you know knowing fully well that she had been telling herself it's not going to work i'm not going to be able to make it i'm not going to be able to compete with these ladies you know just because of the power elements that comes in and of course i'm just having a child and all of that the minute she steps onto the court she has already lost so there's absolutely no reason for her to be there in the first place but that's not the approach that she took first lesson guys from Kim Clijsters, be optimistic about your career. The second lesson, guys, is have true passion for your sport. Have true passion for your sport. Now, this is a topic that is often overflogged. This is a topic that, you know, a, a lot of people look at from a wrong perspective, if I can put it at that, because, you know, everyone is always talking about passion everyone is always talking about oh this is what you must have that is what you must have but you see one of the things that i say as it relates to passion and i've always maintained this is that passion is connected to fun you know if you're passionate about something you're having fun doing it now if you're having fun doing it when difficult times come you are always going to remember that the reason you're there is the fact that you're having fun now when clusters was inducted into the hall of fame and she was questioned now this is one of the things that she says about passion she says you can be optimistic which is one of the first lessons that we looked at you can be dedicated to your sport but most of all you have to bring that special energy and desire to anything you want to do so the point guys is that if you're going to be dedicated to your sport if you're going to be optimistic about your chances and the things that you want to do then it is only natural and it is only important that you have a passion for it because being dedicated to something you're not passionate for is actually a massive problem. And one of the things that I say, guys, as it relates to this issue of passion is that 
all you have to do is that you have to look at it from the perspective of what you are trying to get out. So if you don't like the sport, at least like the result that this sport gives you. I was listening to George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre, mixed martial artist, one of the greatest mixed martial artists ever, UFC champion, you know, in the welterweight and middleweight division. And he was being interviewed, you know, doing all this um, COVID-19 lockdown and things like that. And he said, hey, look, I hated every minute that I was in the octagon. You know, I hated the fighting. I hated all of it, literally. But one thing that he said, and this is the caveat, he said, I loved what mixed martial arts gave me. So he didn't like the training. He didn't like the fighting. He didn't like being in the octagon. But you see, the result of his expertise and what he was doing in mixed martial arts and the UFC, that was what he loved. So it's either you love the sport itself or you love the result of what the sport gives you. It has to be one of the two. That is why when tough times come and you don't want to train, you're either remembering your love for the sport or you're remembering the result that the sport has given you. Number two lesson, guys, from Kim Clijsters, have true passion for your sport. It's when you have true passion for your sport that you can be optimistic. It's when you have true passion for your sport that you can be dedicated. If the passion is not there, dedication is going to be difficult. Number three lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Kim Clijsters, give your sport everything. Give your sport everything. Now, when she, you know, just from what I read, she started the sport at five years old. By the time she was nine years old, you know, one of her early trainers, while she was growing up, you know, talked about what Kim was like when she was training as a young girl in the sport. And you see, one of the things that he says is that, look, you literally had to drag her away from the court every time there was a training session. So the way the thing worked then was that they had groups. You know, so this group trains at this particular time. This group trains at this particular time. Now, what usually happened was that there was always a group that trained after Kim Clijsters' group had trained. What she would do is that she would do the session with her own group. She would do the warm down and all the activities. Then she would join the next group and begin to do the exercises that all of those people were doing. Now, what did that help her do? You see, it forged in her mind early on that, you see, effort was always going to be a path to mastery. You know, so the effort that she put into her sport was always going to result in her being a master of it. And of course, that's what led to her giving every single thing. Just like I said, you know, from the quote that I read from her, you see, dedication is actually an important part of sports. One of the things I tell athletes, and I'm telling you this now, as you're listening to my voice, is that the time that you have to play your sport is limited. You see, within that time frame, if you are not willing to give every single thing you have to your sport, when are you going to have an opportunity to do it over? You know, it's just like someone who is sent to earth and, you know, is told that, look, you have only one year to do whatever it is you want to do on the surface of the earth you see if that person doesn't give it every single thing they have to do that thing they've been told to come and do on the surface of the earth when exactly are they going to have a do-over the minute that year is up they're done they're leaving they're not getting a chance to repeat that process again and that's what i want you to understand guys 
as it relates to everything that we are talking about on this podcast. Your career as an athlete is very, 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 very limited. If you're lucky, yes, you play for a long time, but that long time is capped at what? 20 years. You see, within that time frame, within that bracket, I want you to give your sport absolutely everything that you have. Every single thing that you have, be ready to give it to your sport. Kim Kleister, four-time singles Grand Slam champion. And of course, uh, she says, life isn't about milestones. It's about moments. Focus is important, but always remember to have fun in between. So this ties into having true passion for your sport and of course, the optimism and how you talk to yourself. The three lessons, guys, that I want you to learn from her. Be optimistic about your career. Have true passion for your sport. Give your sport everything. Give your sport everything. If you're a parent and you're listening to my voice, I have a webinar that I host every single week. You would have heard in the intro that Kim Clyster's parents were actually professional athletes. Her father was a professional footballer. Her mother was a gymnast. So yes, maybe some genes were passed on to her. But one thing that they did, one thing that they did really well was that they nurtured the talent that she have In that webinar, every single week, they're going to learn how to nurture the talent that your children have in sports. Athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting. Athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, if you haven't left us a rating and review, I highly encourage that you do so what your rating and review does is that it boosts the profile of the podcast and ensures that other athletes who are struggling who have issues can find the podcast and know that this is a resource they can use as they continue to chase their goals in sports if you don't know how to subscribe you don't know how to leave that rating and review head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com and don't forget if you're a parent and you want to learn how to nurture your child's talent in sport head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply you have to apply everything that you're learning on the podcast willing is not enough you must do it's not enough to want to do it you actually have to do it i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from a great champion in kim clysters i want you to go out there And I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.